Welcome, Welcome everyone to, to Wine, Wine Weed, and Whispers. Whispers. Um, to our wine and our weed. So, Cassidy, what are you smoking today? I'm smoking on some Applejack. <laughs> Shut up. It's good. <laughs> it's, it's always the name. name. Like <laughs> it's Applejack and it's delicious. I, I want some, some. honestly. No, no, I was I was driving, driving today. I was like, hey, I want to smoke, smoke today. today. <laughs> I don't know what I'm gonna smoke up. Well, I, I definitely, definitely am drinking. Um, um, I'm, I'm drinking. I'm drinking, <laughs> I'm drinking uh, a sweet red, American, American sweet red, um, by San Antonio Winery. Wait, Cathedral. Are these, are these Christians? Christians? What? I mean, it's not a problem if they if it is. I just I didn't know Christians. Well, Jesus found water in the wine, so you know what, and they better be put. So I said, was Jesus's wine alcoholic? I'm like, don't, just don't. So, um, let's get into, into our current <laughs> events. Um, so I didn't really see too much news per se. I definitely. Um, I saw the last episode of BMF. Um, all I gotta say is, Miss Lucille, get behind me, okay? Tag me in. If you want me to smack that lady upside the head with that skillet, I got you. Honestly, truthfully, because like, she was too nice. I ain't like it. But, so there's that. Also, I recognized a trigger this week. It was a it's, it's from, from a long, long, long time ago. Like I was like three or four. So, um, but it's still like bothering me to this day, and I get triggered in like certain situations. So we talked about it in therapy this morning. It was it was great. Um, I'm learning to work with that. I'm glad. I'm glad to hear that. I mean, hey, that's real. Yeah. Um. I'm doing all right. I kind of had a little low week myself. I always get just weird and I get insecure. You know, it's a thing where like since coming out, I've just been kind of trying to rediscover um, myself. And <laughs> since dating, I don't know, like it's a thing where I feel bad because getting dumped for guys has affected me more than any other heartbreak has. Aww. And so I found myself adopting this inferiority complex to men and I didn't really realize it until I was like, no, like I have an inferiority complex. Um, and I'm working through that. And that's something that like, until I can solve that, I just need to be focused. That's real. Yeah. I definitely understand that. Um, I mean, not completely, you know. Actually, no, I did get dumped for a dude. I wasn't dumped, but we weren't in a relationship. But I don't give a damn. She's going to pop up one day like we weren't flirting with Taylor. each other. Huh? I'm hearing every other word from you. Oh, okay. So, 
basically, I was like, oh, yeah, I understand that. And I was like, no, I don't understand it all the way. But then I was like, no, I do understand it because I low-key had the same experience one time. But she didn't necessarily dump me because we weren't together. But we were definitely flirting with each other a lot. And obvious, like, it was very obvious. And then one day she just popped up like, yeah, you know, I'm at the cabin with my boyfriend. I was like, bitch, what? Like, <laughs> Yeah. Like, that's the thing. Like, it's not like I've been, like, dumped necessarily, but definitely have had a lot of women in my life that have entertained or have been flirtatious, entertained things, said things that you just don't say to a person in a friendly manner. Like, that's just something you don't say to a friend. Yeah. And, you know, playing around with the whole, like, oh, it's cool to be into girls sometimes, but then it's, like, when it gets real... I don't know, just treating you a certain type of way. And I've been dealing with that a lot. Like, I felt thrown away. Like, I'm no longer a fun toy because I tried to get into the real world. And they're like, yeah, no, you don't belong in this world with me. You know, I don't know. I just felt like I've met so many women who are, like, almost shocked to know that I want a real relationship. Right. Because people have made it so popular to be into women when you're drunk or, you know, like, oh, I'm taking a break from men. I'm going to date women, like, on some joking shit. And yeah. that's not cute. Like, you really playing with people's feelings. And it's scary because it's like, and it sucks because it's like me being very wary and just very guarded now, it's like, I don't know, like, I've had people almost speak to me like, I'm a lesbian, I owe them an opportunity to experiment like I'm a lesbian you, you you know what do you mean that because I'm only curious you don't want to entertain anything with me and I'm like I'm not saying you're a bad person or that you should be eliminated off the face of the earth but I'm like I have gotten my heart broken badly and like I don't want to go through that again and like to find out here's another girl that just again thinks that like you know, I'm, I'm, I'm second to men. Like, I, you know, I'm fun, but you know, I want like a real relationship and I, you know, you yeah. know, you what a man can. Like you that's know, the only real one that you could have. Like that's how they, yeah. I like I've that. had people like almost look at me like with shock, like, wait, you actually want to fall in love? Like who the fuck are you? That shit's crazy. I don't, I don't know. And so I need to do a lot of healing um, and it's hard because it's like, I always keep you in mind because I never want to seem like I'm being biphobic or, you know, erasing other people's orientations. I just get so scared if there's like any chance of a man coming into the picture because I just don't want to feel that again. I don't want to feel less than again. And I've felt less than so many times or been treated like I'm the crazy lesbian whose feelings got out of out of hand. You've experienced firsthand what's happened mm -hmm. with me with a person who decided on a whim, I'm done, back with my ex, um, and then tells everybody mm -hmm. that Cassidy's just mad because she don't want to be with me or I don't want to be with her. And it just sucked. It just sucked. And just to have your emotions undervalued when your heart's broken, it's like people are like, yeah, but is it really heartbreak? It's with a girl. You can get over it, you know? Right. Yeah. No, that's real. And honestly, like, when you speak about it, like, I don't feel like I'm being, like, erased or anything because I see the same issues. Like, I'm actually fucking by, you know what I'm saying? Like, I actually yeah. 
am, am romantically and sexually interested in women. I'm not just, you know, like, oh, I'll, I'll fuck somebody for a little bit. And then when a guy comes along, like, no, I actually am interested in dating women, you know? And so a lot of times as an actual bi person, yeah, I do get grouped in with the ones who are bi for fun. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, I hate that part of it. But you don't, to me, you don't do that. Like, you acknowledge that there are women out there who genuinely love women and love men, but there's just so many of them out there who like women for the male gaze, you know, or or other superficial reasons. And so I acknowledge that too. I I completely get that. Yeah. And it's like, you have girls saying like, I'm a bi lesbian. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? Like, we don't know. I actually never heard of that. What is that? (laughs) They're saying that they're both bisexual and lesbian, but I'm like, friend. But lesbian means something completely different from bisexual. This isn't making sense. And it's like, I don't know, like, it's just scary because then you'll have women that say, like, I'm bisexual but heteroromantic. And I'm like, so you mean, and then it's like, okay, well, no, I don't want to pursue anything with you because you just told me you want nothing romantic with me. And it's just scary how sometimes when like women are like, I just want to have fun. And I'm like, okay, it's fine. I don't want to just have fun. I want a relationship. I want to yeah. get married and have my own family with, yes, a two mom family. And yeah. I don't know. It's just, I've just been having some lesbian blues, just, just lesbian blues. You know, I'll be all right. I guess you. Yeah, no, I've, um, I've definitely heard of heard of that. I've actually been like in the opposite mindset before though. Like I actually liked women more like romantically. Uh-huh. And I actually wanted to like date them or whatever. But like, you know, like I felt insecure sexually. So I would like keep from doing that. I've been there before. I ain't there now. Like, please. Because <laughs> I'm like, you shouldn't. You're okay. <laughs> I'm like, it's the romantic. Honestly, if someone said romantically, I want something, I would feel so much. I'm like, okay, okay, I can trust you. Because <laughs> I like talking to women more. Like, it's, to me, they stimulate my mind more. Like, it's so hard for, like, me to be so involved, you know, or in, interested in male conversation. For me, like, I feel like brain cells are dying every minute. You know, know, whereas like talking to women, I feel stimulated. You know, I feel, I don't know, it's it's tingly. (laughs) Even like, even though like now, like I mostly am looking for guy friends. Now it is hard to talk to men. Like I've found that men need to be the expert on everything. Oh God. And it's like, (laughs) say you're interested in something, they feel like it's their duty to give you the rundown on it. Or they nah, need to on how well you know it. Like I say, oh, I love video games. Really? What video games do you play? Right. You play games? I'm like, it's 2023. Like, why are we so shocked that girls like video games? For real, like bitches is gaming. <laughs> what are we doing here? <laughs> you know, no, or like, oh, I really love movies or movie making. Oh, you know, it's a pretty hard business, right? So. What exactly are you planning to do with that? How are you going to do it? Oh, that's going to be pretty hard. Do you have anybody, you know, you probably need a guy or somebody to just guide you on the journey. And I'm like, who asked? (laughs) No, I remember when I had said, I think it was around the time I wanted to release my first song. And somebody, I'm not going to say who it was, 
but I know he listens. Somebody had offered to write for me. And I was like, excuse me? <laughs> Not you playing with my pen. <laughs> I'm like, what? You know how to write a song? But I, he didn't know that I had been doing it for three years at that point. So I guess I was like, okay, maybe I'll educate him on that part. Like, I don't need help writing a song. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, like, I got it. It's cool. I got you. Yeah, so I was like, why was that your immediate response? Like, are you okay? Yeah, like, <laughs> I just asked for your support. <laughs> exactly. Like, I'm going to teach you how to do it. I don't need you to teach me how to do it. I already know how to do it. Like, I've had guys, like, come up to me and be like, I got to show you how to DJ. Or, like, when I was first came back, that's why I stopped DJing. Because, like, the guys all acted like I had never touched a DJ anything before. And I self-taught myself how to mix and everything. I was self-teaching myself in my dorm room in college. And when I came to Vegas, I just had all these guys like, I'm going to have to teach you how to work a crowd. I'm going to teach you how to work a music. I'm going to teach you how to do this. And I'm like, I don't, I, I know how to DJ. Uh, yeah. I don't need you to break it down for me. And also, I'm like, why don't you let me ask you before you just start welcoming yeah. me? And they always act like, because you're like, hey, why don't you ask for my consent before you just start volunteering your help? It's the most like wild thing ever. But I'm like, maybe I don't want to talk to you because I don't like you. So I'm not gonna love you because I don't like you. <laughs> I'm so serious. If you like like that's so childish. No, if I don't like you, I don't want to listen to you. My brain will go into elevator music mode if I don't like your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. No, I feel the exact same way. Like, and they even do it with stuff that they deem to be like feminine. Like, I'll be like, oh yeah, I know I, I can cook or whatever. Well, what do you know how to cook? Like, bitch, I'm not going to run down my damn menu to your ass. Like, first of all, I'm not cooking for you, so let's start there. Um, Secondly, I had one tell me, yeah, you better not say anything about Alfredo. That's easy. Like, bitch, get the fuck around me. Do you know how hard I do anyway? Because you're an asshole. How about that? Do you know how hard a nigga had made it one time to make his own sauce? Like, I had to teach him, like, step by I'm like, I just learned how to make my own sauce not that long beforehand. And, like, I had to talk him through it. Stupid. Just stupid. <laughs> like, it's just the thing I don't get. Like, what is this whole, like, you say you like something. Now I want you to prove to me that, like, you actually like it or you're actually decent at it or you actually know something about it. It's because it's like I was you have to audition. I always talk to these girls who say stuff, but then they actually don't. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm not here to prove shit. I'm telling you yeah. about myself. No, I don't have to prove myself to you. If I say I like video games, I like fucking video games. And that's it. Yeah, they they have that. It's like, it's like you're auditioning for them. Like, you have to prove yourself worthy of even speaking this statement or saying this thing. And, like, that's what I don't like about speaking with them about things because... Ugh. <laughs> now, oh yeah name three video games that you've played how about this your mama your daddy and your bald-headed granny how about that <laughs> honestly truthfully fuck out of my face with that <laughs> what do you mean name three uh fuck you fuck you and fuck you girl <laughs> don't break up no don't break up no money do not bring up no money, girl. They gonna act like they the most educated, most well put together. I got a portfolio ass nigga. I'm like, so if that's the case, bitch, why are we sitting in the same tax bracket? Like, leave me alone. <laughs> I'm saying they think every man. I feel like so many men think they are the expert on money, and it's like they Oof. say. First of all, that's illegal. That's the first thing. <gasps> 
a lot of it I'm like, you just described straight up fraud. Like what you just said was fraud. Seriously. <laughs> a lot of y'all's financial advice just be straight up fraud. I'm telling you. Uh-uh. I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go to um well Karen or Sharon or somebody for my finances. I'm not going to no no me. <laughs> that got no sense. Every other word thing again with you. Oh, okay. What about now? Talk again. Hello. <laughs> Sorry, I was just like, no, this is good shit. I want to hear every word. It is, girl. So, okay, let's get into our phenomenal women of the week before we go off on men this whole episode. Because <laughs> we really can. <laughs> we have the ammo. <laughs> okay, so my phenomenal woman of the week I um, picked Erica Lene, our one of our co-hosts. Um, she's a great mom, a great friend, a great sister. She's a mom of four. Um, so it's a wonder. Like she, You know how you have friends with kids and you just like don't be inviting them places because you know that they got to get a last minute sitter and you just know like, like she's not that friend. Like Erica will literally pop the fuck up. Like, oh, let's go to brunch. Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that's her um and she's just a person you know kind of like you who saw me at my worst and still love me so I've been having literally like what would Erica do moments <laughs> you know what listen <laughs> daily daily <laughs> And when she hears this, I want her to know we're going to start a trend. What would Erica do? We are. I'm going to start a damn hashtag. <laughs> what would Erica do, y'all? She's an Aquarius, so it's going to be out the box. <laughs> That's what's funny is that Aquarius and Leo's too. Like this whole, like, you're a Libra, I'm a Leo, you're an, uh, Erica's an Aquarius. That's actually a ballast ass cast. Like, we're all compatible, I think. It's hell. We're all hella compatible with each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love me some Aquariuses and and Leos. Like I realize, like how many Leos I got in my circle. I'm like, that's that's the one. That's the sign. But <laughs> thank you. Everybody freaking acts like we just villains and just hate everybody and only care about ourselves. And I'm like, where are you getting? I'm like, I think you just met a selfish asshole. I don't think that's a Leo thing. I feel like the men overshadow the women, and that's why the whole zodiac itself gets like that that um that reputation you ain't wrong because i have met a couple leo men i gave a leo man a compliment one time in my life and i bet you i'll never do that shit again you know what i have never wanted to snatch words out of the air or out of existence (laughs) till i complimented a leo man i really wanted to be like boy if i could take that compliment back with my hands i would just snatch it out the air and be like nope never mind just pimp slap it out there. He had on these glasses, and I said, "Hey, I like your glasses." And he's yeah, like, "They look really good on you." And he went, uh, "I know, I don't know." Oh my god! I said, "Never mind." <laughs> he laughed, and I really went like, "Never mind." I don't know. Now they ugly on you. You look stupid. I no, never mind. Right, <laughs> precisely. <laughs> never mind. I spoke too soon. <laughs> oh my god. I can only imagine. Like, how would I react? Like, did he just say he know? I would ask. I would ask my ancestor real quick. 
Huh? I'm sorry. I was just like, I never wanted to beat somebody up so bad in my life. <laughs> I know, though. Like, it's disgusting. Damn. I haven't really, I don't really know too many. The only Leo man I know is my cousin, and he's he's not, like, super self-absorbed. Like, no. Uh-uh. He's, like, the exact opposite. I think he might be like you, like, kind of don't fit into the stereotype of Leo's. So... Yeah. The way I say is that the kind of Leo I am is I'm like, I don't need to boss other people around. I just, I run me. Mm-hmm. That's my thing. I'm like, you don't run me. I run me. You know, I'm I'm the, you know, I was going to wash the dishes, but then after you told me to wash the dishes, well, I'm not fucking doing it because now you think that I'm doing it because you told me to. <laughs> I have that in me too, though. I don't like that. But see, I got a Scorpio stellium, so... We a little bit on the stubborn side. Well, mm-mm. <laughs> I'm like, did you just tell me what to do? Well, now I'm not going to fucking do it. Yeah, it's going to be a big no for me, dog. I can't but, um, let you boss me around. <laughs> like, get away from me. So who your phenomenal woman of the week? My phenomenal woman is going to have to be my grandmother, my maternal grandmother. Um her and my mom I really just her and my mom and my aunts I just give credit for why I am the way that I am and why like I have the kindness I do because you know in between all the bullshit with my dad like I always had them to balance him like to balance that out so like if I had a, a crazy ass take they would be like no Cassidy that's not right like mm-hmm. you know they're like your daddy's your daddy but you don't gotta think like that like I always appreciated my grandma like people say like only children are selfish but i'm like my grandma didn't raise me to be that way to think that the world revolved around me my grandma always raised me to understand that because i'm from a place of privilege i have the chance to help others yeah so like um i remember we were gonna go out my church was gonna go out and feed the homeless and my grandma said what i want you to do is i want you to go in your toy drawer and i want you to find toys that you really don't play with anymore because you're going to give them to these homeless children because they don't have toys to play with like that. And you got plenty. And what I did was I picked out my toys and I picked out stuff too that I was like, hey, this would be really cool for somebody. I don't really need this. Um, And it was just so cool to give out, like take a box of my own toys and just see other kids be so happy and grab, you know, what they could and fix something they really, really love. I remember this man, he came up to me and he said, can I get a couple of your uh, toys? I got two boys and they would really, really love one of that love some of this and I was just like absolutely but I remember how good I felt better than any moment playing with them toys because it was just like I got to help another child you know be a child right Um, and I just appreciated my grandma for teaching me that and to always be thinking about others um and that it's not always about me and that you know being I was an only child so being in a position of privilege I had the resources to like hook up my friends with some stuff. And I've just always been about, I've always been like, because I have them from a position of privilege, I do feel like I have a duty to help others um, that don't share that. And I just appreciate my grandma for just, and just that love for giving. You know, my grandma's always been a person who gives to give, not to get something in return. I just wanted to say that I'm not a bitch. Somebody's cutting onions and when I find you, when we find you, we're going to fuck you up. Because. <laughs> what? Stop cutting onions. Did you? Are you crying? A little. Taylor. <laughs> it was 
so we're not like, supposed to cry. <laughs> that was not supposed to make nobody cry. Oh Lord. It was just so sweet. I don't know. I think I'm a little emotional. Um you know, when I go over the astrology, you'll probably understand it more. <laughs> I'm like, are you crying? Oh, onions. Oh, Lord. Bitches is out here cutting the onions unprovoked. <laughs> it's not okay. <laughs> just gotta love people, man. That's all I'm trying to do. All right. So, um, <laughs> who you wanted to smoke with this week? Oh my God, <laughs> Lord Taylor! <laughs> that story was not even that deep to me. Because you gotta understand, you said you're the kid. You were the kid who came from a place of privilege, and so you helped other kids because you know they weren't exactly from that same place of privilege. And I was that kid on the other side. <laughs> So that like affects me. That like affects me in a whole different way because I've been an underprivileged kid before. So to have people like that, you know, I just think it's it's very touching. Thank you. I mean, I just always my grandma too was like she everybody grandma, you know, and she always used to say like I know a lot of people's grandmas can't do stuff like this. So if I can have a chance to like give a child this experience, I would. And they were no blood to her and that's why i've always been like it don't matter if you blood it's you can treat anybody can be family yeah um but who i want to smoke with this week honestly i wish may she rest in peace i wish i could smoke with the queen eartha kit you know what yes <laughs> i just feel like that would be i would leave with so much wisdom and just feel so empowered after having a smoke sesh with her Mm-hmm. I feel um, empowered after watching her video. I fucking love ever since I saw that video of her saying, a man comes into my life and I have to compromise. And she guffawed. She said, <laughs> like I was like, I wish I could have had an hour to talk to her. Mm-hmm. When I see her with the ancestors in the ancestral plane, we're gonna have a conversation. Hello. <laughs> I'll be like Mother Eartha. Girl, yes, I love her. Like whenever her videos pop up on my timeline, I always stop. Like, bitch, no, we gotta every listen. time. <laughs> every time, I don't, I don't care how many times I've seen it. I will watch that video every single time. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a good choice. So let's get into our astrology segment and why are we so emotional? So, um, it is definitely Pisces season. So that's just sensitive energy all around. Um, so definitely take your time to process your emotions and also take your time to rest. Um, Pisces energy is very heavy, um, a lot of releasing, a lot of purging, and that can become exhausting. So yeah, absolutely. Like take your time to process your emotions to rest because you're gonna need it. Um, also the moon is in Scorpio, which is my natal moon. <laughs> so very raw very intense emotions hence the tears I'm nuts um, and th- you know this is me regularly but anyways <laughs> also your intuition tends to be stronger when the moon is in Scorpio so 
If you see, if it look like a duck, if it quack like a duck, <laughs> it is a duck, man. Run. Okay. Trust your intuition, period. Honestly. Your intuition knows if somebody don't feel right, just trust it. Because trust me, if that person don't feel right to you, you will be your that will be validated if sooner enough. <laughs> There's a reason for it. Like you don't feel stuff for no reason. Especially us women, like we I'm telling you, we'll we'll feel it, we'll even see it before other people do. And then they be like, No, nah, you crazy, like why you think like that? And then they find out why. Mm-hmm. I told your dumb ass. <laughs> Because people said to me, because I tell people, I said, the person that scares me the most in the workplace is the super duper, always positive, cheerful person. Mm -hmm. That's the person I'm always like, that's the villain right there. That's the company. That's the staff villain. The person that's always how are we doing? Yes. You're doing great. I'm like, that person will eat you alive the second you step out of line. Seriously. When the evaluations come up, they're going to act a whole different kind of fool. Yeah, I don't trust people like that. I never ever trust the boss or the coworker that's just a little too happy and a little too positive. Yeah, like super upbeat every day, every day. You ain't never had a bad day. I don't trust that shit. Uh uh. The hell no for me. And the older they are, the less trustworthy too. If they super old, like uh, older, and then they real upbeat. Well, you know, older people get happy anyways. But no. If they at the workplace and they super upbeat and they older, it's even worse. For real. And stay away from the company gossip. If they come to you gossiping, first of all, let me let you turn right now. The gossiper does not like people that like to mind their business. Mm -mm. Because if you don't want to gossip with them, oh, they're going to be looking for dirt. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Now they're like, well, what's up with you? (laughs) Exactly. Why you want to gossip with me, right? Bitch, because I ain't in that. Yeah. Today, who we about to drop some wisdom in other news, but I mean, in other words, y'all trust your intuition regardless. And also, Saturn just moved into Pisces, so it is now me and Cassidy Saturn return. Yay! That's why we're nuts. Yeah, I've been wanting to fight anybody and everybody lately. I don't know why, but I'm like, how come nobody ever want to? How come I'm never the bitch that's looking at somebody funny? I have. I have been wanting to fight um for the last couple of days. <laughs> I'm saying, like, I feel like nobody, I'm like, how come nobody ever want to fight me? But honestly, I've had reasons. And like, it's going to sound nuts, but I have had reasons. So first of all, traffic, but that's just a whole different vibe. Yeah. Um, but also, like, you know how you have a dream and then you wake up and then you get like a, a download <laughs> after the dream? Yeah. Basically, like, telling you what it means or confirming what you already thought it meant. And, yeah, so that's why I had been wanting to fight, because I had got a download, and I was like, why in the world would you wake me up to tell me that? <laughs> now, now I want to fight. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's me and the Lord. That's what we do. Just waking up, man. But, um... No, it is our Saturn return. Um, but Saturn in Pisces really does encourage us to develop discipline in our spiritual practice and then also discipline in chasing our dreams. So Saturn is really going to challenge you to follow your dreams, like, but with a plan. You feel me? Like, so 
you're not already on this path of doing that, Saturn is pretty much kicking you in the ass to go ahead and get on that path. So go ahead and do it. Um, also, it's going to encourage like us to address and release our subconscious fears. Um, so, you know, I, I was kind of like talking about that earlier too, how that had happened with me. And so like, if you haven't started therapy yet, now is definitely the time because um, that would be a great place to sort out those fears and talk about them. Um, you know, kind of figure out how you can use those to your advantage. So, mm -hmm. once again, if we get on here crying for no reason, you know exactly why. It's a lot going on. It's a lot going on. We're being challenged like no other time in our life. <laughs> well, now we got that over with. Let's get into our topic. So our topic for today is friendship horror stories. <laughs> Boy. Yeah. So we're just going to talk about some times, you know, in friendships where we just realize, like, yep, this is just not for me. Um, we're also going to talk about instances where maybe we were the problem, you know? Oh, yeah. So, um, okay, I'll go first. There's this, <laughs> there's this one friend that I had. Um, she had a dude, like, they weren't even together. Um, but she allowed the guy to like DM me disrespectfully. I had never met this guy a day in my life. He had DM'd me in a disrespectful manner because she had lied on me. So she lied on me and said that I was the friend that she was using to stalk his page. And, um, <laughs> yes, she said this. Um, and you know, again, like I said, I never, I never even knew what this man looked like. So again, how am I talking to your page? But whatever. He don't know that, but I don't care. Don't DM me. So she lied and said it was me so that she could keep the friend that was actually stalking him, stalking him. And so, um, yeah, he, he DM me. I got pissed off. I got really pissed off about it. Like yelling. I was angry. Like. I even was about to get my man at the time to beat him up. Like, I was really that mad. <laughs> I was pissed off because I'm like, how dare you slide in my DMs instead of checking her? Like, are you okay? So, me and her got into it about it, of course. And she, like, really gaslit me. Like, oh, he didn't curse at you or call you a bitch. He, so, he didn't disrespect you. Like, okay, maybe your bar for respect is that low, but mine is not. At the yeah. end of the day, he slid into my DMs very disrespectfully. No, hey, how are you? None of the sort. He didn't ask me if I did what you said I did. He didn't do anything. He just said some shit along the lines of, oh, well, don't be looking at my page or some bullshit like that. Like, I woke up to it. That's the other part. <laughs> so nah, I'm waking up to it. Get you cussed out. Because first of all, why am I Bitch. starting my day with this? starting my day my nigga like and you ain't even warned me you never hit me and said oh yeah I, I lied to him and you know I said this like so I'm waking up to it you ain't even warned me that you was lying on me but I'm the one that's wrong for being upset that he's in my DMs and then the bitch threatens me or like threatened to say like oh well, I'm gonna tell his family or some shit like that and they gonna do whatever the fuck like like, oh, if you if you was ever gonna try to get your man to beat him up, whatever. That's what she said. And the bitch lied 
like a few months ago when I brought it up again, like, oh, um, not a few months ago, but a few months later, um, saying like, oh, I never said that, like, have fun with your delusions. Bitch, delusions, somebody was sitting right beside me when you did this shit. Like, why do I have to lie on you of all people? Like, seriously? You know, so it just, it was a crazy situation. And she was like my, one of my first like spiritual friends. Uh-huh. And so, you know, at the time I was very new to it. And she apparently had used like magic to manipulate my emotions to try to make me not mad at the nigga no more. Like, I'm like, what the fuck is that? Like, are you nuts? You know, I have, I have since definitely worked, um, you know, with some protective forces on myself. So that type of shit don't happen no more. But like on some real shit, like don't you ever in your life do some shit like that? Like, are you, she's nuts. The girl was fucking crazy. And all of this over a nigga that don't even claim you in public. Like, girl, that made me so mad. <laughs> that's crazy. Cause I, re- that's the thing though, is that I've always been that person where it's like, don't put me in your lie and then get mad when, especially when the lie is like, hey, you about to get me in some shit. Like, I've yeah. always, like, if you're gonna have sneaky links, that's your business, but don't have me getting wrapped up in the sneaky link cover. Cause I'm like, look, folk be acting crazy. Thank you. Shit. You're going to cost somebody their life playing too much. And me, I've always been like, don't have your partner or your side somebody coming to my job. Thank or, you. Whatever, looking to, you know, speak with me. Because I know for me, I don't want you. If your sneaky leak texts me, everybody going to have to. Everybody going to hear my mouth. <laughs> yes, like, I'm very big online for my friends. Like, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say it like that. But no, for real. I will. I will. Yeah. I'm going to have my friend back. But not you not gonna just have me just randomly waking up to shit and then being like, oh, but just lie and keep it going. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? This nigga's in my DMs talking to me stupid. Like, you better check in. And like, who are you? And she was just annoying the fuck out of me, like with the whole like, you don't know what I said to him. I said, bitch, if you didn't say it in front of me, then you ain't checked him. Period. I don't give a fuck what you claiming you said to him in private. If it if I didn't get a screenshot. Or a three-way call or something, then no, you didn't check him. So it wasn't enough for me. I need to make sure you all covered the proper bases. Because like yeah. you said, I'm not lying, but I've always just been someone like, help me help you. Thank you. Put me in a position <laughs> where I'm like, wait, what the fuck is going on? Thank Who's you. you? <laughs> no, like freaking psychotic. I'm just like, I and and this is like I'm glad that I met her just off the basis of like she taught me like you know just the basis of certain shit that I know about spiritually but I had to let her go because I'm like you are entirely too mad crazy to be my friend like because you just let too much slide with this man like I had a whole abusive ass partner and I still he has never disrespected any of my friends like no, I'm not letting that go down. So the fact that you were letting it go down, like, no, you, you're you not my friend. Absolutely not. Any friend that's claiming to be your friend but let her nigga disrespect you, no, that's not your friend. That's a crazy thing, though. Like, it's real wild that your friend would watch your, fr- watch your partner disrespect your friend and then you just, well, he's my man, so it's fine. Because my whole thing is that and I'm like, mad at me because I'm mad. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Well, he's my. I don't care that he's your man. I don't care if he. I don't care who if it was your daddy. You not. He not gonna talk to me like that. Yeah, and then like the thing is, if you're not gonna defend me, 
Like, at least get the fuck out of the way while I defend myself. Don't sit up here and try to get mad at me because I'm defending myself. Because the thing is, I blocked the nigga right off top, but I really could have went in on him with all the shit that you told me about how broke he is and how his rap career was never, ever going anywhere. It ain't went past fucking SoundCloud for five years. Like, I really could have went in on this nigga. You know, but I didn't because you're like, oh, well, if you say that, he's going to know that I told you. Bitch, the world needs to know. Honestly. <laughs> then again, I'm also somebody, I'm like, well, if he would have left me the hell alone, we wouldn't have been here in the first place. Thank you. Somebody told him to bother me. That's my get out. This is my thing for everybody that bothers me and then they get ate up. You have to say all that. You shouldn't have bothered me. You shouldn't have fucked with me. Don't like, me. And you shouldn't be fucking with a broke ass nigga. Leave me alone. Yeah, I feel that. Um, I definitely the toxic friendship. Let me think. I didn't had a few. I feel like I've had toxic friendships with family members. Is what I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, like the any like the friendships that I've lost. I don't think I've had too many friends where I'm like, nah, it was a freaking fucked up person. Um, most people it's either like we just went on different paths like uh, basically almost basically almost all my friends from college I'm like nah we just grew apart like we were just on different paths like I still adore them I love them but like mm-hmm. different shit when I started when I stopped drinking my circles just changed and mm. I've embraced that because I'm like you know what it's okay I, I don't need to be at the club you know I don't need to be a happy hour in the bar. You know, I, I need to be with people who want to go watch a movie, go to a restaurant, bowling, whatever. Um, and that to me, I'm like, that's not necessarily being a bad friend. That's just us on divergent paths. But I will say as a person who's had those, like my cousin's my best friend mm-hmm. situations, like my cousin who we were thick as thieves when we were younger, she's the one that outed me to my family. Wow. And it was in the worst way, too, because I didn't even know it happened until after the fact. So my cousin graduates from college. Uh-huh. Um, so we're all there. And at the time, I was dating um, her older sister's best friend. So my girlfriend was my other cousin's best friend. Uh-huh. My close cousin um, and I, we were cool. I told her about my girlfriend. And I was like, hey, keep this between us because you know, like, you know, our family, like, I'm not trying to have a whole thing and which new, but I'm just telling you. Um, So I go to my cousin's graduation and everybody in my family is low key, just side eyeing me. And I'm like, why does the energy like I'm a Leo, you know, we just feel energy. Like we just be like, something is not right. Something is going on. And somebody knows something that I don't know. And so mm-hmm. after the dinner, because my family, like, I got put like in a completely different table from everybody else. It was weird. Like, I just felt like my family, like, was secretly everybody was like pissed that I was there, but nobody was saying why. Yeah. Oh and my so God. after the awkward ass thing, I get a phone call from my cousin and she said, did you tell anybody that you were dating, you know, my then girlfriend? And I was like, just my cousin. And she said, okay, well... She told so-and-so and so-and-so told the rest of the family. Mm-hmm. So I, everybody knows that I'm gay now. I don't realize that, oh, I'm out to them. Just, I didn't know. Oh, and God. it was just one of the worst feelings ever because I'm like, well, first of all, now I know my family was treating me like shit. 
out of nowhere one day and then also i'm like holy crap you asshole what a violation of trust this day i still like tell people like well i'm like my, my cousin outed me and you don't do that and like she never has owned up to it but we also got in a really nasty fight like months later and I didn't give a fuck. Like, she was going off talking about some, and I don't know who you think you are talking to me like that. And I'm like, I'm talking to you. I'm like, this is not Cassidy the teenager. This is Cassidy exactly. the grown-ass woman. Mm-hmm. I'm like, who the fuck is you talking to? And, like, it was crazy because a lot of people in my family, like, we, like a lot of, like, I, my, my circles changed um, because of me just being out. And folks switched the fuck up on me. It was crazy. Yeah, no. That's... And folk invite me to Christmas and shit. And I like this past year, I said, I told my grandpa, I said, Grandpa, I don't think they want me there. Yeah. Take a couple cousins, but I'm like, it's not enough to have everybody looking at me like, ugh. Looking at you sideways. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm not coming to Christmas dinner with certain folk no more. They don't, there's people that don't want me there. And I want, I feel like word got back to them because like, um, I saw one of my cousins, his wife was at Chipotle. I was on my lunch break. Mm-hmm. And she was like, hey, and then he made it a point to talk to me on the phone. He was like, Hans, I want you to know we love you, we praying for you, and we thinking about you. And I'm in my head like, my grandpa told y'all that I think that y'all don't want me at that shit. Right. But I remember at like, was in a row, like, people looked at me and just walked past me, wouldn't speak to me. That's so disgusting. I got. I'm like. I know for a fact. I'm dead to certain family members because I'm gay. That is so nasty. Like, what in the actual hell? I can't imagine. Crazy. Yeah. It's. I have a cousin that unfriended me on Facebook after I came out. (gasps) And I was her baby for the longest. It's crazy. When I came out, like people really showed their colors. But to me, it's what made me. I feel a little more gangster. Um, cutting people off because I'm like, well, hey. <laughs> when did you officially come out? I came out when, I came out honestly like right when the pandemic started too. <laughs> and see, I met you before that. You met me like right before that. And I already like knew. Exactly. And so it was to me, it was, it's like why was people, why was anybody surprised? I don't know. Like when I knew you, I, I knew you was out. I thought you was already out. like that's the thing is I was out to friends I wasn't really out out like my family did not know I came out officially because I was honestly just like I need to be who I am and honestly too I was like fuck it let's thin the herd (laughs) right I really was in my head like you know what it's too many y'all in here anyway let's thin the herd out exactly and they did my job for me but like yeah I knew it but it was people who switched the hell up on me that don't knows. talk to me, don't check on me. And it's funny, the people that really are still talking to me are the people I thought would bail on me, but they the main ones. Hey, Cass! <laughs> I got a few cousins that I'm like, wow, I thought I I definitely thought less of you. I should have thought better of you. You dope. My grandfather surprised the fuck out of me. Yeah. Um, And my aunts did too, but like, I definitely had people switch the hell up on me and my cousin outing me, like, I think that was probably just like one of the worst friendship things I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. You know, when your cousin's your best friend and your best friend portrays you like that, that was some crazy shit. I was like, you really did me like that? No one, our family. (laughs) And then nobody warned me. 
I walked into a I walked into that shit. You walked into the lion's den. Didn't even know. That's crazy as hell. Oh my god. That that is a bad friendship horror story. Yeah. I think that was my worst one. I think because for me, I've had my family has done me worse than any person non-blood has. My own family members have done me dirty than anybody non-family has. I'm the complete opposite. Like some some people that I've met like outside of my family make me wish I never even stepped outside of my family looking for friendship. Like it yeah, honestly, like the only reason I even did was because my family like is a little bit close-minded on certain things. Like not so much that they would ever cut me off for thinking or doing certain things, but you know, they are. So I was just looking for, I guess, like different perspectives and different people. But in that search, I found like some really like fucked up people. And ugh, that's why I have the horror stories that I do. I mean, I don't have like a whole bunch of them. Most like you said, like most times we just grew apart. But I have my couple of them where I'm just like, I cannot believe. like, <laughs> You know, but I think part of my issue, though, is the fact of, like, I would see somebody who was, like, lonely or, oh, I don't have any friends, you know, all my friends or everybody always leaves me or don't fuck with me or some shit like that. And so I decide, well, I'm going to be your friend, you know, because I want to be that person for you since you don't have that. I will be looking at the fact that they're lonely and not the fact that they might be the problem there. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> then I find out why everybody abandons them, you know, and it's just like, yeah. But you know what? That raises a good point because I wanted to ask you, I'm like, what do you think? Because I remember I was on Twitter the other day, all Rosie Twitter, but it was a good question. She said, don't treat people that don't have friends as a red flag. Because she said, you know, some of us have had really, really bad experiences with friendships. And for me, I was like, you know what? I understand that. Um, people can have really bad experiences. I get that. Like people, it's some evil people out here. No doubt. But I've always been that person too, but I'm like, you can't find one person that don't, that fucks with you. I don't know. There's not one person in your life that's like been loyal and fucks with you. Cause to me, I'm like, everybody, friends fight sometimes. I do believe that friends fight your disagreements that happen. Yes. I believe there's disagreement yeah. and straight up betrayal. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, it's not a red flag for a person to not have friends. But I'm like, I don't know. Every person that I gave the benefit of the doubt and didn't have friends, I quickly found out, like you said, why they ain't had no friends. <laughs> for real. I'm like, that's why you ain't got no damn friends. You crazy as hell. Well, I've also been seeing that, like, some people have been coming to terms with the fact that they were also befriending people for the wrong reasons but they were like superficial you know like oh I'm befriending people because they're pretty you know and things like that and then you see how that turns out and so I'm like yeah you shouldn't befriend people for dumb shit like that you know but I befriended people because they were lonely when one would say that's an even deeper reason and I still got fucked over so it's not like there's a cheat code I guess <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I believe you can't keyhole people. Um, I think too, some people just don't know how to be a friend. I feel like if you've always had bad friends, you don't know how to be a proper friend. You probably don't know. Yeah. And that's, that's another thing. thing. Like, yeah. Like with the one that I described, I feel I genuinely feel like that. I feel like she just did not know how to be a friend. You know, when she would describe certain things that her friends had done to her in the past, it's like I understand why y'all not friends. You know, they they fucked you over, they did you wrong. 
But I think in that, like you keep choosing the same friends or whatever, or the same kinds of friends. Now you don't know how to actually like be a friend, yeah. you know? So I, I definitely understand that, but at the same time, you know, that don't mean I got to deal with it. You know what I'm saying? Cause I, I have people that I've evolved with over 10, 15, 20 years, you know, and I also have people that I've met in recent years and I've stuck with them, you know, so I'm like, and they're respectful towards me. So I'm like, if I have people over here who are respectful towards me, why would I deal with somebody who gaslights me, disrespects me? Like, hell no, you can go to hell. (laughs) Yeah. I think too, it's just like, it depends on like, too, like what your circles are and like what you're trying to do. Because I just feel like too, sometimes people feel like, um, I believe it. I believe in friendship compatibility. Like, Mm-hmm. I think that some people just can't be friends. Like I'm one of them people. I'm like, just because I don't want to necessarily be your friend does not mean that I don't respect you or necessarily dislike you. Like I'm, I have met quite a few people that I'm like, you are an absolutely cool person, but I never want to hang out with you. <laughs> yeah. And I don't mean that as an insult. I'm just like, I don't think we would have fun together. <laughs> no, for real. And that's what I'm saying. Like we're just two different people. Um, but I also feel like people act like if we aren't exactly alike or if I don't want to do the things that you do, then I'm being weird. And it's just funny how people have such a I've always felt like there's no grace for any type of differences or just perspectives. Like people get on Twitter and be like, um, all you ever do every year is a birthday dinner. That's boring. Do something else. And I, I remember I posted. I said, then just don't fucking come. I would love to go to a birthday dinner every year or even shit, throw a birthday dinner every year. What the hell? I remember somebody toasted that and I was like, fuck off. Like, don't come then. If you're complaining about what I want to do for my birthday. Right. It's and my it's- birthday. <laughs> and I think like we're we're losing a lot of like recipes here because it's not about what y'all actually do. It's about the bonds and the memories that y'all make at that dinner you don't know what the conversation is going to be like at that dinner this year versus the next you know what i'm saying how people and certain things that are said are going to touch you when you sitting in that circle you know what i mean so i don't what the hell (laughs) i really like i have never wanted to tell somebody if i could have called somebody on the phone and been like hey what's like a twitter post fuck off Yeah. because it's and, just like what are you talking about and I'm like this is and that's what somebody said like this is why a lot of y'all don't have friends y'all can't do shit but go to the bar or club and y'all don't do nothing else with each other that's true and and you brought up a good point earlier too how your friendships had changed once you stopped drinking and so like you know because you know how we we both got two degrees and so like going to college so much a lot of times you do make friends based off of, oh, we are out and we see each other or we, you know, drink together and stuff like that. And once you take that out of the equation, a lot of friendships don't have much foundation. Exactly. And that's that's sad. I mean, I realized a lot of people, I was like, we're fun to party together with, but I don't think we are on the same path, you know, friendship wise. Um, And it's just the thing where it's like, it's like, it was weird because I felt bad. Like, I was like, damn, like, was I a bad friend because we just grew apart? But I was like, nah different stuff i'm like for me if i was in a, I, I wouldn't do well in a friend group where all they wanted to do was go out like if all y'all wanted to do was go out to the bar every weekend 
could not do well in that friend group. And it's like, it would be a shame for somebody to say, like, she a fucked up friend. She'll never want to go do nothing. Not because I'm disloyal. I'm like, I just don't want to go to the bar. Yeah. But it's like, it's really, I think about like the reasons why some people break off as friends or why people think folk are funny. It's like, they don't have the same interests as me. It's like basically what they're saying. Yeah. And it's like, they're just different from you. But it's like, I don't know. Like, it's just, it's a thing where I feel like you got to really understand who you are to find the right friends. And also it's like, if you keep on finding friends that are always stabbing you in the back, you got to just take a second and be like, all right, what's going on in me? I'm attracting this mm -hmm. or the fact that or I'm missing the red flags you know missing, yeah mm -hmm. and not necessarily like you're attracting it too you know bad people are attracted to genuinely good-hearted people because Seriously. they're easy to mess with you know um it can happen to the best of us it happens to the worst of us so it's just like don't take that but I mean like when I say attract I mean like more just what red flags are you missing um or what qualities are you maybe gravitating to because it's normal for you that's one thing i had to think about like i gravitated to certain people that had abusive tendencies because i grew up in an abusive child i had an abusive childhood so abuse to me mm -hmm. is normal yeah so it'll happen to me and i won't even realize it's going on until i'm like oh shit i'm in an emotionally abusive relationship or friendship and i didn't even realize mm -hmm. it and that's why and it's like a lot of, you know a lot of people it's like sometimes even before you get in a relationship you need to learn how to be a friend and Seriously. how to pick a good friend you need to learn how to pick a good friend before you learn how to pick a partner honestly and that's what that's where a lot of us like because a lot of people you know they're taught to be a partner before they're taught to be a friend if they're ever taught to be a friend at all a lot of like I remember like growing up. I was around like a lot of people who were like, you know, in relationships very often, um, you know, and not really focused on like cultivating, like, of course they had friends, but you know, in school, it ain't hard to make friends. You feel me? So it's like, you know, when you spend all that time, like oh, I'm in relationships and shit, you're not really learning how to cultivate like genuine friendships or maintain a friendship too. Cause friendships take maintenance too. Like, it's not just, oh, we meet each other at the bar and all of a sudden we're friends and just everything else is smoothed out. Like, no, it don't work like that. But a lot of people do still think and feel that way. I think for me, the hurtful part was realizing that friends can gaslight you too. <laughs> yes, that's a story. I, I've definitely been gaslit by friends before. Um, you know, and even like, oh, I had told told somebody like a certain trigger or certain things, and you know, I had been poked on that same wound by that friend just because they were upset. And it's like that is so fucked up. Like I would never do that to you, you know. Like I remember I had a friend. I had um, she was like being like short with me in text messages because we had talked about something deep before, and I guess it was, I guess it was a touchy subject for her. And so um, the next day she was being like short with me. So I asked for clarification. I'm like, hey, did I do something wrong? Like, are you okay? You know, I never got the clarification. She never said yes or no. And so then she proceeds to say, <laughs> yeah. Will I do that shit? Like, you know, if you know how I am, please say yes or no. Don't do that. Give to me, me the clarification. Give me the reassurance. You're trying to torture me at that point. Yes. And so like, 
Then she proceeds to say, oh, I wish I never told you that, like, the thing that she had told me. I had called you after this, too. She had said, like, oh, I wish I never told you that. And then I was like, um, that's when I had asked for the clarification and she never gave it to me. And so I told her, like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to just back off, you know, because, I like, I never said, oh, I'm ending the friendship. I just said, like, I'm just going to back off a little bit because I feel like I, I don't know if or what I'm doing wrong here, here but, but it just feels like, you know, you, know, you don't, don't want to talk, talk to me about, me about things anymore, which, which I'm, I'm never sitting here forcing you to talk about, about things. But when you say, say I regret, regret telling you something, something, I remember that. That, that, that makes me, yes, like, like that, that makes me feel like, bitch, I did something wrong. Like, so I'm like, you're making me feel like I did something wrong, but you won't tell me. Yes or no, I did, did or did not do something wrong. So I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna back off. And so, she said, said that, like, like she, she proceeded to be like, like no, like, like, what the fuck are you talking about? about? Like, I feel like I was wrong for saying that. And then um, we got on the phone, and she called me, and she was like, no, I meant, like, I don't want to discuss that right now. I'm like, but that's not the same thing as I regret telling you. Like, it's just not the language. Like, what the fuck? So, <laughs> I regret. So I, regret is a very heavy word. Hello. So, regret like, damn you're supposed to have no regrets in life yeah she's like I regret telling you like the fuck did I do for you to regret telling me you know and so I tried to educate her on how language like a, like the language you use is you know it's going to affect the way that your message is received because you're using language that centers me instead of using language that centers you I tried to educate her yeah. on that but she kept trying to emphasize like oh well I guess I'm just misunderstood because you know like um, she she was just saying like people always misunderstand her I'm like but you don't have to be misunderstood if you just use the right language like that's not the same thing and she kept telling me that it was and so I just felt right. like she, yeah, it's not see <laughs> see this is the thing that I love people and like they people always say they misunderstand me. like so what's the what's the common denominator in this problem in the in the okay everybody always misunderstands me so who is who is the person that's always in each one of these situations like, you are communicating efficiently and you don't want to communicate better i'm sitting here trying to educate you on how to communicate better i don't even have to be doing this and you're disregarding it and saying that like oh well i'm i'm just not going to be a part of this friendship anymore i'm like so what was the problem when i said it like she tried to act like the shit was her idea. That was just, I don't know. It was a dumbass conversation, and, and she really tried to, like, gaslight me. It it was just a lot. Because <laughs> she tried to, like, gaslight me into feeling, into thinking, like, oh, well, she meant, she meant the same thing by what she said. Like, no, you didn't. That's not the same thing. And you were trying to save face, you know? And even yeah. if you did, by any chance, mean the uh, what you said the second time around versus the first time, then yeah, you should have apologized for saying what you said. Then that's how I feel about it. And and this is the thing though is that you may not forget another good point is because I was again on the internet and just the way people talk, you always kind of just can pinpoint the commonality of what's going wrong with you know people. People don't know how to communicate, and people don't want to communicate. Yeah, people are scared to just straight up say what it is that they need and what it is that they want. I remember I saw a post, this girl was like, y'all be so unrealistic about you can have an argument with your partner and not hurt each other's feelings. That's so unrealistic. But I was like, 
if you like, I'm like, if you're trying to just have a discussion to understand each other and each other's perspective and convey why something made you feel a certain way, then you don't got to worry about necessarily hurting each other's feelings. I'm like, sometimes it's hard to hear criticism or maybe hear like, babe, when you said that to me, that really hurt my feelings. Like, I don't like it when mm-hmm. you do that. That might be hard to hear, but it's not the same as you up here calling folk out their name, right? Calling me every B word under the, uh, you know, under God's uh, son. That's different. And I'm like, y'all be doing the latter instead of the former. Y'all don't be trying to convey your feelings. You just be saying the nastiest shit you can say to a person because you're hurt, but you're not actually explaining what the hurt is. And so y'all just up here mad and cussing each other out, and nobody got to the bottom of the issue. And that's the problem. <laughs> exactly. And poking on each other's wounds. Because I remember in that in that situation, I remember she had tried to say something about me, like forgiving my ex before I would forgive her. And I'm like, are you talking about the same ex that's on my block list right now? Where did I forgive him? Like, be, let's let's really get into it. Like, you're trying to make me out to be one of these girls who who is like, you know, so boy crazy, I would forgive a nigga before I forgive you. Like, no, both of y'all about to be blocked now. You about to be in the same fucking situation as him. Like, don't play with me. (laughs) Like, and then to sit up here and try to bring him up as a means to hurt, it's the fact that you tried to hurt me that fucked me over. It wasn't even the fact of like what you said, because bitch, he don't trigger me no more. You know, not in that way. I'm not gonna say he don't trigger me at all. But not in that way to where you could just get me off my rocker. Like, no. You wanted to say that to try and hurt me. And so now I know where your head is. And now it's even worse for you. And now I don't know who you are anymore. Literally. (laughs) And that that thing is that I'm just like, y'all be trying to hurt people. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy trying to explain to somebody your goal in an argument or honestly, it shouldn't even be a fucking argument. Your goal in that kind of like discussion, it should be a discussion and it should be you trying to like hash things out, if anything. And I said, if it is an argument, the goal should not be to who can hurt each other's feelings the worst. It should be, I need to understand where you coming from, but I also want you to understand where I coming from. And hopefully at the end of this conversation, we can hopefully have an understanding of each other. Exactly. And discuss whatever boundaries we need to maybe go over again or whatever, but it shouldn't be about let me hurt your feelings worse than yours so that way eventually you know, it feels, it feels like okay, I hurt your feelings the worst this time so now you gonna go cry and then next time it's my turn. And right. I'm like, that's not how it should be. Again, we not getting to the bottom of our issues. We getting, we just making each other mad and sometimes I'm just like we really need to understand that, like, if you're going to be in a relationship, your partner should be your best friend. But I'm like, y'all got to learn how to be a goddamn best friend. Girl, listen. <laughs> you got to learn how to be a best friend. I'm like, y'all y'all can't. I'm like, it's people say, like, he's my best friend. I'm like, you can't even have a regular best friend. No, for real. Like, you don't even know how to do that shit. Like, what's tea? <laughs> I want to be in the friend zone but i'm like y'all can't be talking about my partner is my best friend but then you don't want to be in the friend zone that's why i said i do believe in establishing a friendship before relationship i believe in the friends to lovers trope yeah Um, and i believe that you can only do that with certain friends like those are friends that you do that with that you two have grown up together and you are seeing that this Mm -hmm. person grows up because not every friend can be your lover trust me it's friends that you know you didn't done the emotional homework to grow up as a person, but they still who they are. <laughs> <Hella>. <laughs> but 
but it's like if you see that this is a friend who really has been like growing up and becoming into a romantic partner that you would love to be with then absolutely go for it but i said seriously your partner should be someone that you genuinely would consider your friend like i feel like you should ask yourself if we weren't dating would i hang out with this person yeah that's what i ask myself now if we weren't dating would i hang out with you for real I need, yeah, I need a bestie slash lover. <laughs> but I like what you said earlier about boundaries, because there was there was a time where I was a friend who didn't respect boundaries. <laughs> so I said there was a time where I was a friend who didn't exactly respect boundaries. So see, and I, uh, yeah, I had to grow from that. Um, no, because I know I think I've been on both sides of the whole like you know, the friend like choosing the dude over me or letting a guy like be disrespectful or make me uncomfortable instead of giving a fuck about the friendship. Because I also was the friend who you know, um, I had a friend, well, she was my roommate too, and uh, she didn't feel safe with him there because, of course, like she knew he was abusive, she knew he had hit me before. And so um, she didn't feel safe with him there. And I mean, rightfully so, like the nigga was abusive. So I was kind of afraid of like what he would do if he couldn't stay with me. And so I don't think he really had nowhere else. I mean, he did, but he didn't want to go there. So um, I had threatened her. I threatened her over him. And I still to this day, I look back at that. I'm like, I was such a shitty person. Like, why would I do that to her? You know, like over him when we could have, like, I don't know. I don't know how we could have got him out of there or whatever the fuck. But I just felt like other things could have been done. But I ended up choosing him. Like, it was mm-hmm. terrible. Oh, I feel icky thinking about it. <laughs> you know what? It happens. I, yeah. Taylor, I chose alcohol over friends. For a long time. Um, see, that's the disease. I could have just threw this nigga over the roof. Wait, I don't what? Know. <laughs> <laughs> it like had to register what the hell you just said to me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm in my head like, that's different. I could have just thrown him over the roof. And I was like, wait, wait, what? I could have just thrown him over the balcony or something. I don't know. <laughs> It happens, you know, and that's the thing is that your situation is something that I've had to learn about. And honestly, I, you judge a lot less, you know, being in an abusive relationship, again, my father's abusive and I had a hard, I still struggle with how I feel towards that man. Mm -hmm. I still don't know how the hell, I don't know how I feel about that man, but it's a thing where it's like, I think about my mom and people always like, she could have left. I'm like, yeah, she could have, but it's the way those relationships just twist your mind. Like, it's just left is right right is left like it's weird so you were in a different place and the one thing I want to say you did the best you could with what you had at the time yeah but then I think about that I'm like well should I gave should I have given that other friend more grace because she was kind of I mean she wasn't living with the guy you know and he wasn't necessarily putting hands on her but he was still emotionally abusive you know and so I'm like, should I have had more grace with her in that situation, knowing how I was before? Or I don't know. 
you know, when you know better, you do better, you know? Mm, yeah. Yeah. Very weird time. <laughs> we all got that weird time. The age of 20 for me is like an era of my life that I'm still like, what the hell was that? <laughs> Like I don't want like I that's the year that I wish I could have taken a knee with myself. Like if I had a time machine, like I would go find twenty year old me. And like hey, we're gonna have a conversation. We're gonna take a knee. Twenty year twenty year old me wouldn't have listened. So <laughs> I would have went back. I should have been like, bitch, and fuck you. Like <laughs> what? That's true. Twenty year old me would have been like, who? First of all, who is you? Who are you, ma'am? <laughs> like, first of all, who is you? I'm you from the future. Really? What happened? I'd be like, okay, don't get bent up now. Fight a child. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, you 20. I beat your ass. Now listen. Hello. I'm you. I needed an ass whipping from my older self. Truthfully. I would love to see what 34-year-old me thinks about me now. <laughs> I feel like she would give me a pat on the head. Like, just keep going. You're fine. You're okay. <laughs> on the head. It's okay. You're okay. <laughs> That's what I hope to think, like, 34-year-old me. It's just like, she would just pat me on my head. Right. It's okay, puppy. You're doing good. You're doing good, girl. It's going to hurt, but you're doing good. Don't even trip. Yeah, I don't know. I really do think back on that. I'm like, damn, I made that girl so uncomfortable for this man. But like you said, that mind state is something different. Mm-mm. I mean, early college, like I still to this day, like I apologize to my friends from college, my early like friend group from college a lot because I was acting a straight up fool when I was in college. Like my drinking, the way I used to party, I just it was obscene. I used like a straight up nut it was horrible <laughs> i definitely was the friend that like i some my friend had to pull me aside and to this day like i still like i chill the hell out now like i'm it's that's when like my i'm about to just be in the background like a ninja persona started because mm-hmm. they had to pull me aside after a party and i just felt so embarrassed afterwards and so afterwards i just kind of chilled the fuck i not even kind of i chilled all the way out and I don't know. I feel like they felt bad because I did. Like, I just stopped. Like, I stopped drinking in front of people after that. Mm-hmm. I never got, like, wasted in front of people ever again. I would get, like, buzzed or tipsy, but, like, I would never get drunk in front of people ever again. And I became a straight-up wallflower. Aww. So I started DJing, too. And, and it's a thing where it's just, like, the story was that I got way too drunk, um... And that's the thing is that, you know, being a black girl at like a PWI, everybody knows who you are. So you just can't wild out like everybody else gets to. Um, and so they were just like, people up here talking about you and um, eventually we just gonna stop taking you places because of the way you act and da, da 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 And so I just like chilled the fuck out. Yeah. Um, so I chilled out and I became a wallflower and they were like, Cassie, we didn't say that you had to like be all quiet and like like i'm not trying to embarrass nobody like i'm not trying to cause no problems like i'm just trying to have fun and do stuff i haven't gotten to do but you know i had to relax i did like i know it's like no harm 
but like I definitely felt like oh fuck I'm I'm the out of control friend um and I don't know I kind of just changed my persona after that I definitely became quieter and more reserved after that party that was Mm -hmm. a turning point for me as a person you still got friends from undergrad say what you You still still got got friends from undergrad friends from that friend group well Well, just just friends from from undergrad undergrad in general you're breaking up again i'm sorry tay i said do you still have friends from undergrad i do i have friends from undergrad my my friend group did shift a bit um when i stopped drinking and so the (laughs) friends that i have now they don't really drink like that like my friends like when they're around me they don't get drunk and shit Mm -hmm. um they don't do that they just my friends like I've always had like the friends that I have now like they're the friends who would who stayed sober with me at parties you know they would just say I'm not going to drink either cast that you have someone that's you know not drunk with you um because a lot of times like it sucks like a lot of my friends or my even you know people I used to hang out with they were like okay well you're not drinking but you know we're going to still be around you piss ass drunk and we know you're in outpatient rehab you know, uh, it was hard, but like, it was one of those things where it's like, I have to do this. Like, I, I realized, like, I was like, I was like, I can't be this person anymore. And I used to feel angry because I felt like people still wanted me to be drunk party animal Cassidy. Mm-hmm. That I don't drink anymore. And like, I'm like, it's different for me now, y'all. Like, I'm like, I'm not experiencing the club like y'all are right now for me it's loud this man just wiped, just flicked his sweat on me. This girl just w- just let walk past me feeling like cocoa butter and sweat. I'm not, not happy. Um, I'm like, oh, Lord, I didn't kind of adios, done spilled all over my body. I'm pissed. It's loud. My head's ringing. You know, like the, cl- the club stopped being fun for me after I started drinking. Like instantly I got in there sober and I was like, this is horrible. <laughs> man, it all sounded so chaotic. Like, it's chaos like the club sober is the most chaotic experience of your life like you really like y'all in here just having a time of your life it is loud it's just people everywhere i didn't see that's my wet someone just flicked they sweat on me i got glitter and i smell like six different types of victoria's secret and two different types of calvin klein i want to go home (laughs) that's my problem with the club now like it's so loud and i feel like i'm old or something because like noise is just kind of i'm sensitive to noise now like, I can't be near a speaker like I used to. Like, you know how you used to be so close to the speaker and you ain't giving them? Bitch, I wish I would. Subwoofer, you was just standing in the bass like, twerk. But now I'm like, uh-uh, turn that uh-uh. down. Like, girl, you ain't gonna bust my damn eardrum. Like, I, I'm fine all the way in the back. Bitch, I ain't trying to be nowhere near that. Mm-mm. But yeah, like I feel like I settled down and got into that phase before. It, like I was a 21 year old recovering alcoholic, and it's like I'm over here already settled the fuck down while my friends are still partying, you know? Yeah. And it was hard to find people that like I could just be sober around and they would respect that. And a lot of times I didn't have a lot of friends or I had a hard time making friends because people just couldn't accept that I didn't drink. Like, you know, I don't drink. Come on, take a shot. I don't drink, yo. Why aren't you drinking? Like, I've been to so many game nights or parties where people, like, the whole function stopped because everyone had to figure out or understand why I didn't drink. Yeah. Like, just refusing to leave me alone because I couldn't drink. So I stopped hanging out and trying to make friends because I was like, God damn, I can't just be. 
Um, and luckily, my best friend of like, damn, how old are we now? Of like 10 years, I still have her. Um, yeah, how old are we now? What the oh, hell? Bitch, <laughs> <laughs> you had me doing that. I was like, how old are we? God damn it. <laughs> I love her. I, but like, she's like been like my ride or die since like I was a kid. And it's like, I'm just so grateful for her. She's another one that, you know, she has a kid in the family, but like we always make time, even if it's us just sending us hilarious ass videos back and forth. You know, we always check in with each other to make sure that we're doing okay. Um, but, you know, she was always there to like help me and help me like to just let me vent when I would be like, Australia, like, how do you make friends when you don't drink or nothing in this age? Mm-hmm. When you don't party and like, it's not like, and I'm like, I ain't judging you if you do, but I'm like, I just, I'm not there no more, you know? And so it took a lot of just experimenting and dog, don't you step on my laptop. (laughs) (laughs) Experimenting and just like changing things up to like reestablish a new friend group. So yeah, it's just, when I stopped drinking, like a lot of things changed. Like my alcohol was my personality. Alcohol and partying and acting like an ass was my whole personality. And so when I stopped drinking, I had to get a fucking personality. (laughs) Oh damn. <laughs> and I, I became what I am now, which is the chill reserves, but also fun. I think I'm fun. You are I, fun. It's different. Like it's just not what it used to be. Like people, like, I can't even imagine you drunk. And I'm like, you don't need to. You don't want to. Like that's not a fun, that's not a fun version of me. This is the version that I feel like is good, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think for me, I think the difficulties came um you know because in every phase of my life I'm moving you know so I'm like okay I went to undergrad and you know I turned 18 that's a different phase of life went to grad school turning 22 that's a different phase of life you know and so it just like every time I got into a different phase of life I'm moving again so not only am I tasked with like making new friends but it looks different every single phase of life so, you know, difficulties came with that because I'm like, oh, the same things don't work to make friends or even keep friends yeah. in different phases of life. So, yeah, um, sometimes I learned it the hard way. Sometimes it was just the same thing, like growing apart, you know, and then realizing like, OK, maybe that wasn't my tribe or maybe that ain't my tribe no more. You know, so, yeah, it was, it was definitely different. <laughs> every time I mean it's definitely different now because girl I be in the house so much now and I'm definitely in a different phase of life now like you know but I moved and I moved from Vegas to here in this phase of life where I don't like leaving the house too much and if I do like I'm going to a, a damn coffee shop or you know I, I'll go to the bar but I'm not sitting up here like all up in everybody's face like you know like eh. I haven't been to a bar in a long time though I go to brunch. I ain't even go to the bar. <laughs> I mean, I remember when my mom food. and my cousins, my older cousins would be like, Cassie, that's going to get old fast. And I used to be like, nah-uh. And then I got older and I was like, nope, they were spot on. This shit got old fast. I ain't gonna lie. The whole time I was in Vegas, I mean, like, it was fun because I was you know, like being from the South, like I ain't never lived nowhere like that. So it was fun. But once it was time to go, it was time to go. Like, 
And then I moved here, and Tampa is fun. Don't get me wrong. Like, it's a lot of Tampa that I just have not explored. That's pretty – it's a lot of fun, but I just haven't really had a lot of incentive to go out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just like – and I don't mind being by myself. Everybody knows I go out by myself all the time, but it's not even that. It's just the fact of, like, okay, I drink at the house. I make my own drinks. All my best friends are on the phone. Why the fuck would I leave? <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Like, there's no incentive. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing, too, is that people are like, you have friends. I was like, I joke and I say, I don't have friends. But I'm also like, I do have friends. Well, like you said, my friends are on the phone. I have my coworkers. And it's so awesome because they think they genuinely are like, Cassidy, we're your friends. Like, a couple of them are different. Like, Cassidy, we'll hang out. Just tell us. But I'm such a, a lone wolf that, like, I don't think to call people to ask to do stuff with me. I just yeah. don't. Um, like, one of my coworkers just got married. And I went. And I went by myself. And so they said, like, Cassidy, you went to the wedding? And I was like, yeah. And they were like, why didn't you say something? I'm crying. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. And they were like, Cassidy, include your friends. Damn. And I really was sitting in my head. And I'm like, that's when I said, like, I got to relearn how to, like, be a friend. Yeah. I got to get used to being a friend and making new friends. I was like, I got a whole department of people who would have gone with me if my dumb ass had just said something. <laughs> yeah. I call that my, um, I call it my sandbox era. And I'm like, because you know how kids, they meet at the sandbox and they become besties real quick. So I'm like, I call it the sandbox era. Like when you're so social and you just meeting people or whatever. But I feel like right now I'm not in the sandbox. I'm, I'm that kid in the tunnel that waits till recess is over so they don't have to deal with nobody. <laughs> That's me. I'm in my tunnel era. So. <laughs> I'm in the tunnel. I'm hiding. Uh <laughs> That one, or like, I was the kid too that would just be on tetherball court, just doing their own thing. <laughs> just, I'm just hitting tetherball. I'm just enjoying myself with myself and hitting tetherball and go round and round. I don't need no, I don't need your help. I don't need your help. I got it. Right. I don't want to do the recess lore today. I don't feel like going to the planet today. And I don't want you to be my captain. I want to be my myself. <laughs> Girl, that's me. Like right now, I'm I'm in the tunnel or I'm like on the monkey bars by myself. Don't really give them. I you know I used to be on the monkey bars as a kid, but we used to get on the monkey bars and like try to kick each other down. Not chicken. Yeah, so we would. It was like a little contest. We would just kick each other, and whoever falls first, they lose. And so yeah, I we were violent. <laughs> No, nah, chicken on the balance beam, and then Bush tried to throw us all the way off off that shit. What? It was a balance beam, and so you would like balance on it, and then you had to kind of like grab each other, and then kind of with your hands work somebody off the balance beam. What in the hell? Oh, yeah, it's called chicken. We was violent. We Dude, played that's over that's uh, with all the boys, and them boys tried to straight up clothesline us. That shit was bad. That's one thing I definitely would do. If we had like an adult playground, like an adult field day, I would do that. First of all, that's I, I said, you know what? I wish as an adult, we just took it back to I'll see you on the softball field. Right. Like, let's let's do it. You know, you're not touching me on the monkey bars. 
No, I don't know. I can't do no monkey bars now. My ass is heavy. No, nah, these legs long and they heavy. I can't do the monkey bars now. My legs is like, haha, we're here. Yeah, that's gonna be a hell. If I got some help, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> body is too much leg. That's too much lower body for the monkey bars now. Mm-mm. I'm working on it. I'm but I'll definitely do some rock climbing or something. You know, some slides. Okay, slide race. I'm do that. Right, a big ass slide. <sighs> I went go karting with my basketball team. I'm over here just smiling, cheesing, having a good old time. Seriously. So then, okay, so what's the moral of the story? Friendships are important. I don't care what era of your life, like, friendships are important. When you're in a relationship, they're unimportant. When you're out of a relationship, they're important. Try to make friends. And it's something where it can start as simple as you just going to the gym and smiling at someone. That's what I do. Yeah. It can be something as simple as just... If you see a person that you always see at the store with you, just say hi one day. Okay. Um, I actually tried to do that yesterday. I was trying to flirt. I failed, though. Um, okay, I'm talking about being friendly. I don't know about flirting. That's okay, what cool. First yeah, of all, you know what? I'm going to just shut up about that because you know what? Yeah, we're not even on that. We on friendships. I'm so like, my, my don't flirt. We just telepathically try to guess if we're gay. That's Don't ask me about flirting. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Sapphics don't flirt. We just kind of look up like, is she gay? Is she gay? No. Is yeah. She no. might be gay. <laughs> Does she look gay? <laughs> Does she feel gay to you? <laughs> that's that's sapphic flirting. Bi, pan, lesbian, queer. That is exactly how we all flirt with each other. No one says anything. We're all just kind of looking at each other like, are you gay? Is that what Look twice if you're bleak twice if you like pussy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay. But we we talk about friendships, we talk about my flirtation failure. So okay, so my moral of the story is learn learn how to be a friend. If you don't know how to be a friend, don't be embarrassed because a lot of us did not grow up learning how to be friends especially as women we were taught to center men from a very young age so don't Don't feel like like you're a terrible person because you don't don't have have friends or don't know how to be a friend friend. like it's it's not too late to start you know so it is now shot o'clock slash tote time (laughs) (laughs) so cheers to friendship honestly Cheers to good friends. I'm so glad I got some good friends. Like, girl, now that's a luxury. Yeah, having, I think that's why I too don't try to make any more new friends because I'm like, the people I got are doing pretty good. Seriously. <laughs> I'm like, I love my friends. They're so supportive and so helpful, so loving. I honestly hold my partners to the standards that my friends meet. Listen, and honestly, if your friends date you better than your partner, you might need to re- re- uh, reevaluate. My shit. I might have to just go back to having my friends and my damn toys since your ass ain't doing what you're supposed to do. <laughs> well, do you, have you seen that Drewski skit when um he gets his girl that stupid-ass promise ring and then her friends say, we're going to get you a real gift, and they bring out that freaking... Ooh! 
link chain. No, I didn't see it. It is the epitome of when your man is your biggest hater when your friends outdo your man. Listen, when and men hate it too. Men hate feeling like uh, the side bitch to the friends. (laughs) <laughs> no, they do not like it when they when they when they girlfriends is packing more heat is um putting on more heat than they are. Oh my god! How the girls, how the girl, how the squad put, putting on more pressure than you are, my bro, my bro. Cause he's dating your me. girlfriend better than you are. That's surprising. See, uh, uh-uh. uh, they hate it and they wonder why like we're choosing to not deal with them. That's because y'all not putting in effort. My friend took all of 20 minutes to come up with that with this idea. You took two years just look, to come up with some dumbass gifts. <laughs> look, look, and that's the thing. A lot of y'all, I'm like, some I thought of I was talking, I was in therapy and I said, so my her name is Madison. I said, Madison, my friends date me better than any other woman I've ever dated. And she said, Well, maybe you need to think about your standards. Ooh, Shit, my standard. It really made me. Re- that's when I said my standards are way too low. Honestly, yeah, I think yeah, I've realized the same thing. My standards were way way too low when it came to partners, but I had such great friends. Like, and I still have such great friends. And I'm like, ain't no way I'm getting treated this amazing in my friendships, and I'm accepting bullshit in my relationships. You got me fucked up. Bro, that raised my standards high as hell. I pissed myself off because I was like, my friends out here flying out just because they want to see Vegas, but also we spending the whole damn weekend together because you just wanted to come hang out with me. My friend is literally offering to fly me out just to just to see her. She's like, I want to see you. And I know you, it's a, it's a long drive or whatever. She was like, I know sometimes, like, your clients be up and down, so you don't always have the money. Like, bitch, I'll fly you out. Like, I don't care. Like, bitch, let me tell you something. Y'all ain't stepping like her. (laughs) Niggas ain't stepping like her. (laughs) No, and I was about to text you, too, because I said, I ain't never seen Tampa. So when can I come visit? (laughs) Honestly, I've already had a friend come visit. Like, literally came to visit. Like... Drove uh, drove me right because she know I do everything by myself. Like kind of like switched off driving and shit like that. Very helpful. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing though is like when your friends are treating you better than your man. I don't know. That's something you need to look at. Definitely not on me. Not even your man or your <laughs> one man. <laughs> your man or your woman. That's why I don't have nobody. Because for what? When I got friends who treat. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I don't know. I've just my girls. When I was five years sober, my girls sent me my best girls. Like they, my best uh, friends, they sent me a edible arrangements flower bouquet. Didn't nobody tell them to do that. Uh, they asked to do that, but they sure sent that to me. Exactly. Yeah, like I don't have to ask my friends for anything. They just do, you know. And I just think that is just the sweetest thing. Like. I'm so happy to have my friends. Like, shout out to all my friends, for real. For real. And if you are struggling to find friends, like, I know it's hard, and I understand friendship trauma, but I'm just, like, definitely what I would say is this. If you can go to therapy, I know it's not affordable for everybody, but there's any way, do the internal work to really sort out those wounds, but understand, like, you got to treat it like dating. You know, don't put up with no bullshit in a relationship, but also don't put up with no bullshit in a friendship. 
it's okay to cut people off and be like, mm -hmm. you know, and also look up the same red flags that you will get in a relationship will very much apply in a friendship. We got to stop treating like friendships and relationships like they're so different when yeah. it's just two different types of intimacy. One's Basically. just more platonic and one comes with some other stuff, you know. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. But I'm like, don't give up on yourself. It's hard to find friends. It's some crazy ass people out here. No bullshit. And I'm I'm so blessed to have had I've had some good ones to stick around from childhood. Like it's just I feel like I've always been looked after. Yeah. You know? And that's that's such a great feeling because you, know, you know I've, I've been, been through some shit. You know, you know and, and I always had them like right, right the fuck there. there. You, you know, know, even if we was across the country, country, you know, I still knew I had them. To, to look after me in some way, shape, or form. And that was that was beautiful. And then knowing that I went across the country and then I found somebody like Erica, I'm like, bitch, I be hitting the friend lottery low-key. Yeah. I remember you said he was afraid of losing me after uh, the box not name. Um, <laughs> but I was like, no. no, I was scared that you had been turned against me. And I was like, damn. All the time. <laughs> I was like, damn. But then I'm over here like, wow, here we go. Taylor to become one of my best friends. Basically. Yep. And that was that was how I knew it was meant to be, girl. It was meant to be. Well, so cheers to that. Let's get into our songs of the week. So my song of the week is Gone Girl by SZA. I've been really into SZA lately. Love her. Yeah, I feel that. I I I like loud and freaking intense music. I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> Everything I like is loud and intense. Um, honestly, I'm gonna go ahead and say it. My song of the week has been Cyber Sex by Doja Cat. It's been stuck in my head and I just love it. Cyber Sex, Doja Cat. That okay. beat is so funky and it's so clever. And I'm like, I I'm like I'm gonna listen to it. I love that beat. It gets stuck in your head and it's so clever and it's like, it's dirty, but it's also in a cute way. I'm like, I cannot wait till I have like a healthy relationship again so I can like send innuendo via song. Crying. <laughs> no, that's like the my way of sexting. Like I'm going to send some bullshit like uh, body by Sid while you're at work. Mm-hmm. See, I like stuff like that because I'm so, I don't know how to send news, bro. Like I don't know how to pose or anything of the sort. I... I don't know how to send news. So I just don't send them hoes. So I just send like songs or I send you some, some sexual meme I saw on like Twitter or Instagram. And I'm like, hey, you want to try this? Like, that's me. That's what I do. <laughs> I have far too many tattoos and I'm so scared of getting revenge porned. So. Good Lord. I am. I My took a ass friend. <laughs> what? I am. I'm so tattooed. Like I can't. That's what people like. Why? Like, oh, you can do an OnlyFans but put a ski mask on. I'm like tatted everywhere, and they're all pretty recognizable. Yeah, I get that. That's definitely understandable. I didn't know you was that tatted. Oh, I have them by my back, my arms. I'm about to go get like I'm gonna get like a big one on my other arm to connect the two that are on my left arm. You know, I'm planning my sleeve. Yeah. Yeah. If I were to do adult fam, I would have to just say fuck it and be like, well, yeah, I'm here. Right. I know you can do like body makeup and stuff like that, can't you? 
Oh, that's so much. I'm lazy. You know that. Well, they'll do it. You don't, you don't have to do it. They'll do it. Then I'm going to be like, I'm going to get all this makeup on the sheets. Who going to wash this? It's going to be one of them. Hell, you the star. Oh, yeah. Make them earn that check. <laughs> uh, look. I'm like, right. my deer in the headlights ass. People going to be like, "Is I know that I know that ain't who I think it is. Okay, well, let's get to our quotes. She didn't y'all. Don't oh have any sense. None. We support sex workers here. We do. Shout out to y'all. Okay, so my quote is, I do not dim my light for anyone, including myself. That's from my journal. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Mine is going to be from Earth or Kit. And it comes from when her clip, when she said, you know, a man comes into my life and I have to compromise, but it's not that it's when she says, I want someone who just loves me for me. Like I shouldn't have to compromise myself for someone that's not love. And that stuck with me. I should not have to compromise myself for someone to love me and do not let anybody seem like you got to accept me as I am. People are taking that out of, out of to context and making it a toxic thing who you are at your core a kind person a gentle person you like this you like that you have this hobby you have that hobby don't let anybody make you compromise that to be in a relationship be who you are 100 percent, and the right person will be right there with you yeah don't shrink yourself at all all right so now that we're done with the quotes that's the end of today's episode Please stay tuned. Um, Our next segment will be our friendship advice column. So we will be giving um, friendship advice. Um, But if you did not send in any submissions, drink your wine, smoke your weed, drink your water, love each other, be kind, and we will see y'all next week. Yay. Yay. (laughs) Bye. Bye. We're going to get into our friendship advice column. So all of our submissions are anonymous. So if you have submitted anything to our friendship advice column, we told you which anonymous number you are going to be. So today we'll be reading anonymous number one. So I had this friend who we'll call Sage. Sage and I had a mutual friend that introduced us to each other and we hit it off right away. We would constantly text and talk. Though we didn't have much in common, we very much enjoyed each other's company. At this time, I was quite young, only 13 or so. After maybe a year, she began to ignore me after school. She would never want to hang out, nor would she tell if I did something wrong. I told her that it hurt my feelings being ignored as if I didn't mean anything to her. And would like to see, I'm sorry, I'm just not ready to talk, text or some type of text that she that told me she was okay and that she needed time for herself. This small disagreement would eventually turn into full-blown fights, screaming, crying to the whole nine yards. I told her again after several attempts to speak to her that I don't like being ignored. She shouted at me that I'm the reason her father left. 
and a, and a manipulator, even though her father had been gone many years before I had appeared in her life. Sage got her friend to tell me to unalive and leave her alone or unalive myself oh, and leave me alone and leave her alone. We had argued for three years straight. During those three years, we had been on and off as friends. One of those days, the racism and sexism and emotional abuse I was getting from different areas of my life had gotten too much and I threatened to off myself. She called the police and I was taken to the mental hospital. After I had gotten out, we rekindled our friendship once again, and she had told me she wanted to be taken away to the mental hospital to have time for herself. When I told her the mental hospital is a messed up place that does not help and I dare say makes you worse nine times out of ten. She proceeded to say I didn't know and that she just needed to get away from her annoying family. I had gone to the mental hospital three times by that point. We continued to fight until I had enough and told her to fuck off. She proceeded to spread rumors telling everyone I slept with 20 plus year old men and got my and got me bullied for the rest of my middle school days, worse than it already was. When ninth grade rolled around and our friendship officially ended with no turning back, she had her friends coming up to me asking and bugging me about something that was done and over with. I told them that Sage and I are not friends anymore and I have nothing to say to her or them. The following day, I was called down to the office, handed a referral and a restraining order, quote unquote. I was told I was apparently spreading rumors about Sage and was told not to get anywhere from 10 feet from her. And if we were in the same class, we had to be on opposite sides of the room. I mean, on the far right top corner in the far left bottom corner type opposite sides. I grit my teeth and agree to the terms, deciding that it's not worth the fight for the racist hypocrisy I was hearing, even though I had told them she had bullied me before this accusation. The rest of my high school days, I was called slurs like the N-word from white people, monkey, gorilla tit, pimp up ape, they talking like this is cool. Okay, I'm okay, finished. Black, Black junkie, darkie, etc. I'm now in my senior year after the school has done nothing to protect me or any other black kid from any other kids, including Sage, from spreading rumors, harassing me, and or physically pulling at my clothes or at my skin. One of the friend, one of my friends comes up to me and tells me Sage wants to be friends again, that she doesn't have any bad intentions towards me. We haven't spoken in more than five years. I feel conflicted on one hand because she tormented me for four years and completely destroyed any type of self-confidence or emotional re regulation I had. And on the other hand, both of us were dumb kids who both had pretty bad family issues and we're both pretty mean kids. I want to try again, but I don't want to be hurt. Hmm. <laughs> you want me to go or you? <laughs> I'm going to take a sip because that's... Girl, what the fuck? Because <laughs> no shit. That was just... I feel like it was just too much. Like, it, it's too... Even though, like, okay, yeah, it's been some time, but at the end of the day, like, that was just... She did too much. 
for you to be like, well, you know, we were just dumb kids and we had like whatever. Like, I don't give a fuck how dumb we were. Like, blame me. Yo, daddy leaving. I wasn't even there. What are you talking about? I wasn't even there when your dad left. How am I the reason, bitch? How? Look, sweetheart. I can tell you probably about 17 or 18 talking about this. So I'm going to tell you from a grown woman's perspective. If one of my friends called me with some bullshit like that, I'd be like, I'd hang up the phone. Hang the phone up. Listen. Mm-mm. Somebody, oh, yeah. She ain't got no bad intentions for you, bitch. She been had bad intentions for me years. And years. She she probably ain't had no bad intentions, quote unquote, back then. And she did all the shit she did. No. No. Do not let this person back in. I mean, it's ultimately up to you, but that is a person that I'm sorry. You got to keep outside your circle. That's not normal behavior in the slightest. Not like, even in high school, not even in middle school. Like I didn't have some, like I've had, we've all done some goofy, weird stuff, but to blame your friend for your father leaving before you even knew that person, that's unhinged. And then at one point, you said she had somebody to tell you to unalive yourself. You don't need a friend like that. No, absolutely not. You don't want somebody like that in your life. Somebody to you like that, that is a, that to me is probably one of the most disturbing things you can say to a person. Seriously. And you're in a fragile place mentally, I'm guessing. If you've gone through all this shit, like middle school, beginning of high school, you're probably in a fragile place mentally. Like, no, you don't need somebody in your life who's going to trigger like those feelings again because you're going to spiral into that hole again. I'm telling you. No. Yeah. And her telling you, like, seriously, to unalive yourself, like, that's one of them things that once somebody says that to you, you just need to cut that off. Mm-hmm. Especially if they know that you are, like, feeling like that sometimes. Absolutely not. That's crazy. That's, you, that's, no. Um, sage, you need to sage, sage. Sage, 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 her. Life. sage her out your life, baby. Sage her out your life. <laughs> no, that's all the friendship red flags. You got to the part about her blaming her for her daddy leaving. I'm like, what are you talking about? I wasn't even here. <laughs> Get you some dragon's blood sage and just sage that baby out your life. It's going to be a fuck no for me. Yeah. So, I mean, if you asking, like, if you should let this person back in, but from us, the answer is no. You can always do what you want to do, but we're saying no. <laughs> you deserve better. That's what I'm better. Gonna leave you with. Sweetheart, you deserve better as a friend. A good friend would never say that to you. Mm-mm. I think I, oh my God, I could not have picture saying that to one of my friends. I couldn't fix my mouth to say something like that. I couldn't fix my fingers to text something like that. I won't even say it to a stranger online because I'm just like, that's so. Ugh. I never thought middle school and high school drama would make me drink, but it just did. It definitely did. I'm in my head like, is the kids all right? <laughs> is the baby so No, girl, when I got to the, what, what she said they was calling her? Some kind of monkey and all this other stuff. Ape and this. I was like, what is going, the school counselor in me is like, hell to the no. Absolutely not. I'm like, now where is the school at? I got to come up here and straighten some stuff out. Girl, I want to talk to the, the principal, the teachers, like, because who is watching this shit go on? Like, and I'm like, who is it? Wait a minute. She about to be like, Laura, this kid is, they about to come up to the school. I'm like, listen. And why is it so easy for this girl to file a damn restraint? Even if it is like 
because uh, you said quote unquote restraining order, so I'm guessing it's not like a That's real a one. It's more so like a school one. I don't a give a fuck. Contract. I don't give a damn because, uh, girl, I had I tried to file a damn restraining order from somebody who was really abusing the fuck out of me, and and I had to give him so much proof. And motherfuckers be like, "Yeah, you gotta pay for it, girl. You damn near can't get. I I couldn't get it." So in high school, basically a restraining order in high school is called a peace contract. So basically you and the other offender agreed to just not be around each other. Well, how is that possible when y'all ain't got no teachers and everybody damn near got to run into each other in the same classes anyway? That's why I said that peace contract is some bullshit because they (laughs) fight each other and they don't care. But I don't like how they were able to that little girl was able to say whatever the fuck she said to get that even in place and she didn't even have no proof y'all didn't get the other girl's side of it the other person's side of it like y'all just y'all just went with it like and assume that the that this person who wrote us is the is the aggressor that's fucked up but if it's one of us it's you know when you're one of one of us always the aggressor we always the aggressor yeah I'm like just minding the fuck out of our business, but we're the aggressor every time. Think about it. They call the police on us because we loud. <laughs> They're at a cookout. They're having fun. They're like being really loud and I don't know. There's a lot of them. They're enjoying themselves and I just hate it. Side eye Mel Gibson. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> no, I really want to meet him and the first thing I want to say to Mel Gibson is go, so Mel, a pack of niggas? I'm crying. I'm fucking crying. That's all I want to say to him. A pack of niggas? A pack of niggas? No, but, um, yeah, this friend, this is not a friend. I'm about to sage on your behalf because I won't sage out of your life. Sage I'm is about to sa- Yeah, I'm saging this one, baby. This is I sweet. won't sage out of your life expeditiously. Girl, they got me scared for the babies. I'm like, it's the babies. I need to take a tote. Oh. Girl, I gotta drink some more. It's a lot. That was the first one. Yeah, that's that's only that's the only submission we got. <laughs> Wait, what? I, I, yeah, that's the only submission we got. Um, but y'all, if y'all want us to continue doing this like next season, let us know. Um, DM us, you know, or hit us up on the gram. You know, we're doing our polls and everything, or even like put it in the reviews. Just let us know that that's something that y'all would want us to do on a regular. We would probably start next season. Um, but yeah, that was that was anonymous number one. That was our only submission. So that's it. <laughs> All right. So once again, drink your wine, smoke your weed, love each other, be kind, drink your water. Um, and please, please be nice <laughs> to your friends. Sage. Sage. Please, Sage. <laughs> that means two things. Please, Sage, go somewhere. And also, Sage your damn house. But <laughs> your schools, your backpacks everywhere. Mm-hmm. Get the dragon's blood. I fuck with the dragon's blood. I love the dragon's blood, Sage. Because it's like specifically for like 
negative energy, like getting that out. So yeah, but make sure you also airing your house out. If you want to try and clear these energies out, give it space to get out. You know, open the windows, open your door. Yeah. You can't leave if it's stuck. Yeah, basically. So that's it for our friendship advice column for tonight. So we will see y'all next week. Bye. Bye. Mm-hmm. <laughs>